0: And I'm the oh. millennial, and this is the, the milf and the, the millennial. millennial, featuring Bentley and featuring Tucker. <laughs> we have our dogs here tonight, you guys. They joined the party. They joined the party. They're making their own little dog party. Um, it's about to get a little bit darker in here. We have a, a special topic this week. Um, we like we want to talk about celebrity stalkers and mm-hmm. stalking victims of uh, these these uh, obsessed people who really just uh, want to, I don't know, like we really don't know the whole psychology behind each and every person, but it's, it's crazy. Like you just become obsessed and you start following people and doing things like that and stalking victims. Yeah. Um, it is a huge, it's a huge thing, whether you're just a regular person or a celebrity that has people that idolize you and see you on YouTube and things like that. Um, but yeah, like stalking is a huge thing, and it's not something to be like taken lightly. taken lightly at all. Yeah, no. Um, so I'm gonna let you start it off, Emberly, But we need to start off with our normal stuff that we normally our pit do. And peak. Yep, the pit and the peak of the week. So, what is your pit and your peak? Of the week, Emberly.
1: Um, I won't divulge too much information, but I went on another road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Bentley got to see his first bridge and cross the Mackinac Bridge. Okay, so. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was fun traveling with my dog. He's never really been outside of the state. He went to Indiana with me once when I was like in high school. Okay. But um, he did great. He was a trooper. And my pit of the week is I started my like mostly liquid diet. Yeah. So, so I'm allowed to have surgery. like four ounces of protein a day. So yeah. my four ounces of protein was literally a bag of beef jerky on my road trip.
0: That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Bless you. That's wild. That's wild. That's wild. Um, and, and that is pretty much the only kind of meat you can get on a road trip except for random dick. Hey. hey truck stops. <laughs> truck stops. Glory holes. What? What are we talking about here? <laughs> Um, my uh, pit. Yeah, of, I want to know what yours was. My pit of the week. Let me let me talk about my peak of the week first, okay? Um, my peak of the week is I had my one year anniversary in comedy and, ow ow, reflecting on everything that's happened in this last year, like. <laughs> thank you <laughs> from the um, gallery thank you it really it really made me like proud of myself and like the things that i've done and the the work that i've put in and uh, it yeah it was a good little celebration in my um, you know i just took the win for what it was and realized it's time to keep going and just keep pushing and do this thing that we call comedy. So Let me
1: add to this. This bitch has three podcasts, including this one. <laughs> she hosts an open mic every Sunday at New Dodge and Hand yep. She is a continuous host for, like, many other shows, like Jokey Jokes or mm-hmm. when you were doing the open mic for Gratiot Pub. Yep, yep. Like, she's been a host. She's been a featured comic. She's literally been killing it. She's been to Mark Ridley's... Um, she might have an appearance at a laugh factory
0: sometime soon. Maybe one day. I never She's know. She's killing it. Yeah. We'll try. We'll try. <laughs> not, it's, not, it's not Beyonce, though. It's not Beyonce. <laughs> I deserve Beyonce. No. Um, but yeah, that was my peak of the week. And. I think my pit of the week, people acting, unfortunately, you know, sometimes like um, my pit of the week probably was, I hate when people assume that like, I'm a Karen, you know, and like, I went into a store. It's because you're white. I I know, I know. I went into the store. (laughs) It was in the city of Detroit. And, you know, I was my normal self, which is kind of like, hey, how you doing? I say hi to everybody. I'm not... I'm not keeping my head down or not being like social. Like, I'm a very social person. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like, I asked somebody where um, a certain item was. I was actually looking for dog food for the dog and uh, took me over to where it was and was acting like I was like going to be upset if they didn't, and they didn't have the dog food. It wasn't there. Right. Okay. So, They acted like, you know, like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I was just like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Like, I'll get it somewhere else. It's not a big deal, you know. And shut up, dog. Yeah, I'm talking about your food. Um, (laughs) I thought that Ah! this other customer... Really thought I was going to be a Karen about it. She was, she was observing every single thing about it. And, and I was just like, no, 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 no. Everything's cool. And she like looked at me and she was like, I'm proud of you. (laughs) Like (laughs) like, She was like, you could have gotten upset and you didn't get upset. And I'm like, I'm not going to get upset if they're just out of stock. You know, if they don't have it, I'm like, Caesar dog food is something that is hard to come by sometimes. I don't know why, but since the pandemic, sometimes it's hard to find certain things, you know, toilet paper, paper, um, chicken nuggets apparently too. Oh yeah. I've been having chicken nuggets shortage right now. I had
1: that, I had that, uh, issue for sure when I was still
0: eating. Yeah. (laughs) Now that you're not eating, (laughs) but, but anyway, um, so yeah. So, uh, that was my, my, my pit of the week was kind of like, it was stupid, but it was funny. Um, yeah, it's not a big deal, but it was funny. Um, and the woman that, that was, that thought I was going to be a Karen was actually an old Jewish lady. She wasn't, it was like, it was like a, a predominantly black store, but the lady that thought I was going to freak out and be a Karen was like an old Jewish lady that was like, okay, honey, it's not that serious, right. <laughs> like, you know? And I'm like, no, I'm not freaking out. Like I'm fine. But yeah. Um, so, uh, Stalkers though. Yeah, this okay, so we're gonna talk about stalkers. Um (gasps) We're not talking about cops, we're talking about stalkers, but um (laughs) we understand that the cops need to find the stalkers and get them before they do anything to anybody. So anyway. Let's start with
1: someone that unfortunately didn't get help fast enough. Mm. So Christina Grimmie. Um, the reason why I'm going to bring her up is because I followed her YouTube journey.
0: Real quick, we're going to yeah. bounce all around in we're the We're bouncing all yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. So this is literally what year? Uh,
1: 2016.
0: 2016. Yep. Damn, already. So, that long ago. Five years ago. Shit. Over five years
1: ago. I remember. Right. So Christina Grimmie, um, she started off on YouTube. She started releasing covers of songs, whether she was playing the guitar, the piano. Her, um,
0: her version of Titanium is probably that's exactly one what of I was the gonna best say. fucking versions of that song I've ever yes. heard. And
1: yeah. Wrecking Ball that she uh, if you sang can, on The Voice. If
0: you can sing Sia yeah. better than Sia, like, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I total respect for her.
1: Yeah, no, she uh, killed it on YouTube. Millions and millions of views on all of her on all of her stuff.
0: Even before what happened?
1: Even before what happened. Exactly. Even before she was on The Voice.
0: So what exactly happened?
1: So she was on tour with Before You Exit. They were in Orlando.
0: Are they like a pop band?
1: kind of more i don't want to say they're a cover band because they're not like really a cover band but they've done covers before that's the only thing i've watched are they kind
0: of like uh they're
1: like low-key
0: they're like a rock band but like pop rock yeah like pop rocky yeah not sugar ray-ish but like between sugar ray and all-star people smash mouth (laughs) no yeah
1: with like maybe a little bit of a sprinkle of like rap No. No. Like All American Rejects.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it. All right. So So very poppy, rocky kind of thing. Right. Okay.
1: so she was on tour with them and she was meeting her her fans. Right. Her brother
0: was running her merch. Um, She
1: was super close with her brother. They were each other's best friends. It was a
0: mom and pop situation.
1: Yeah. She went up to a fan, went to hug him and asked if he wanted a photo. And he ended up shooting her once in the head and three times in the torso. Holy fucking shit. Up close? Up close. Very close. She she is. Yeah. Um, His name was Kevin Lobel. He ended up shooting himself. He, he kind of got cornered a little bit and he ended up shooting himself. Christina's brother acted quickly. He tried to take him down. He, unfor- like, Kevin unfortunately got away. But okay. um, while, you know, Christina lay there dying, like, one of the band members of Before, Your, Before You Exit's father was a doctor. So he was performing CPR on her, but she was taken to the hospital and pronounced dead. Right. Um, later that night at, like, 10.50 p.m., like, literally within 22 years old. Yep, she was 22, so she was actually my birthday twin, March 12th. Really? Yep, March 12th, 1994, and then she passed on June 10th, 2016. And unfortunately, her death was overshadowed, because, I don't know if you remember remember this, but two days, two or four days after, either the 12th or the 14th, that shooting at the nightclub in Orlando happened. Oh, okay. And like some like 50 something people died or like 40 something people died yeah, so her death got crazy, completely like
0: overshadowed that was a crazy crazy um situation yeah so orlando to...
1: was popping yeah yeah poor, um, choice words, poor choice
0: of words emberly poor choice of words emberly uh okay so the first one i got for you is sorry if you hear my dog throwing a fit yeah they're both throwing fits right now Okay, one of the first murders that always comes to mind when it comes to celebrities and stalking is Rebecca Schaefer. Rebecca Schaefer was a up-and-coming star. Uh, she had a sitcom. She was uh, first started off on soap operas, mm-hmm. and then she was a sitcom star. Um, and she, she actually was on the sitcom that Pam Dauber, who was on Mork and Mindy with Robin Williams, she got another sitcom after Mork and Mindy was over, and it was called... Um, my Sister Sam. My Sister Sam was about a uh, a sister who takes in her younger sister when their parents. And her younger sister's like, you know, late high school ages, you know, like 16, 17 to start. What happened was her stalker, and I don't even want to say his fucking name, but it's a, uh, we'll just say RJB. RJB was an obsessed fan of hers. And um, he basically found her home. By contacting her mother, finding her mother in the listed in the um in the it, telephone book, right? He
1: that contacted
0: her mother, said that he was from the studio. He knew that she was actually reading for a role in The Godfather Part Three. Mm-hmm. Said that he was from the studio and that he was going ah! to um, deliver the script to her. Mm-hmm. Asked for her address, and her mother gave the address. I bet her mom feels like shit. It's awful, and her mother shouldn't because... It, no, she really shouldn't, this but... Man was, this man was trickery at its best, you know, right. at the time, too. I mean, very, very much. How did you figure this shit this out? This was like in the 80s.
1: Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, it. late,
0: 80s, late early 80s, early 90s. Yeah. So, anyway, um, he goes to the house. He acts like... He tells her he's a fan. He has all kinds of stuff, like, you know, showing her pictures and things like that. And, um, she, you know, uh, basically like turned him away, told him not to come back, stuff like that. He leaves, he goes to a diner, he collects his thoughts, he comes back and he shoots her.
1: What a dick.
0: And she answered the door again. She was a very trusting girl. She would answer her own fan mail and that was a big no-no to a lot of starlets, you know, back in the day. Um... He's still in prison. Uh, sh- her death helped bring about the country's first anti-stalking laws. Um, but yeah, he's serving a life sentence without parole. It seems impossible to believe. But prior to her murder, stalking was not a crime. Right. So that's one thing to know. Emberley, uh is throwing shoes at her dog. And I think we need to call doggy CPS. Right. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are fine. They're um good. what's the next one you got, girl?
1: Um the next one that I got is yeah. Miss Kendall Jenner. Oh, really? So,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: So, I'm keeping it in the millennial zone here.
0: Okay, that's cool. That I'm going to go old school with this shit. Okay,
1: but. All right, cool. So, um well, I'm also going to cover someone else later. That's not so millennial, oh, but um so Kendall Jenner. We'll meet in the middle. Um she was threatened by someone named Malik Boker. He threatened to shoot her. He was wow. twenty four. Wow. Um so that was like the big one that one of the first big ones that she has experienced. One. But Shaquan King.
0: Shaquan. Shaq. Shack.
1: Um, he was a bad kid. Um, he was previously busted for kidnapping.
0: Kidnapping. Yeah.
1: So wanna hear how he got
0: caught? Okay, so what happened? Yeah. I don't know about the kidnapping. Okay.
1: But with Kendall, he was swimming naked in her pool at her house. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. And she called the cops. Like, she was safe. Um, Okay. She was, like, in her house. She was safe. Um, But she called the cops. The cops came. They apprehended him. Took him to jail. This was, like, last year. Like, this Mm -hmm. was super recent during COVID. Really? He got let out in six hours. Wow.
0: What the fuck?
1: Yeah. And you know what he did next?
0: What did he do? He
1: went to kylie's house oh,
0: like kylie's community yeah up. he did not yeah, he went. what an asshole yeah. so oh my um, god why did not why did they not put he Shut up on? near kylie's property if you're swimming in somebody's pool like you need to go to the fucking mental institution at least put that motherfucker on a 5150 mm-hmm. you know what i mean like why the fuck not mm-hmm. he's just gonna get out and go to another kardashian's house you know how many motherfuckers are in the kardashian clan there are a lot there are a lot. Yeah, and then when he's done with all the sisters, he's gonna go to Malik's house or Malika and uh, and the Tadisha Khadijah. Khadijah, Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna go to their house, and then he's gonna go to the fucking
1: Devin Booker's, it, and then, then and Travis uh, Scott. No,
0: and then <laughs> also, um, what is Scott Disick? No, no, no. What is Kim's uh friend that is the like he's gay but he's not gay? Um, ah, uh, food god, the food god. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Jonathan. Jonathan. Shabon. Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan Shaban it's, yeah, it's I said Chabin, but <laughs> that's just because it's I'm Siobhan like because he's fancy. his fonse, his fancy. Fancy. Okay, next one I got here. Let's see. Next old school one. Actress Teresa Saldana. If you don't you probably don't know who she is, but she was um on the show The Commish with Michael Chiklis back in the eighties, nineties, early nineties. Uh, she played his wife. She was a fantastic actress. She was in a, t- a couple um, Martin Scorsese films, and she was an up and coming, you know, Italian actress. She was attacked by a man who called himself the benevolent angel of death in 1982. Lovely. Yeah. She survived being attacked by him. Um, she, His name was Arthur, Arthur Richard John, Jackson. She was stabbed so many times that she required a major surgery on her heart and lungs and a transfusion of 26 pints of blood.
1: That's he like stabbed her body. down
0: in the middle of a fucking street, dude. He found out where she, like, the area where she was at. Okay. Though she later became an advocate for stalking victims, she was continually harassed by him while he served time in prison. He was handed a mere 12-year sentence for his crime, and he threatened her life on numerous occasions afterward. Eventually, he was extradited to England, where he died in 2004, and um, Saldana passed away in 2016. Now, now, the thing that he did was the way he found her was the same way that um, Rebecca Schaefer's killer found her. He actually went into the... He, he went into the, the phone book, found, found like, different people and got a hold of her, found her address, got her address, and, like, went to her apartment. The UPS guy saved her. Like, this UPS delivery driver guy. I don't know if it was UPS, but delivery driver. Not I'm not shouting down UPS, but I don't know for sure. Right. But he was a delivery driver, and he saved her um, because he went, he attacked back. He, like... Jumped through and he got through and got the guy and got him to stop stabbing her. But he stabbed her so many times. She she should have been dead. She was a very small petite woman, right. like tall but very skinny. Could you imagine the pain
1: after that? Like I don't know if I would like want to be alive after experiencing I know. that much
0: pain. I know, right? And I mean, like, thankfully, like when you're in the hospital, though, you're getting all kinds of drugs, got that morphine drip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what's the next one that you have? Um, Paula Abdul. Hell yeah, that's what was on my list, too. Okay. All right, let's talk, because I did not know about this one at all.
1: So, Paula Abdul, um, she was being stalked for, um, a couple years by this woman who was born, Sandra Goodspeed. She changed her name when she was 16 to Paula Goodspeed, because she loved Paula Abdul so much. Red flag. How old is she? Um, I don't know. Like, compared to Paula. Oh, she's... I think she's like maybe ten years younger. Okay. So yeah, okay. Like, like right, right in there. Yeah, okay. Um, so she changed her name to Paula Goodspeed. Um, she went on American Idol season five. Yep. Um, she sang uh Proud Mary Lord. Um but beforehand Paula had known that um Goodspeed had been stalking her. Mm-hmm. and she asked producers like please don't put her on but you know trashy reality TV and makes for good TV they're putting her on right so they did Um, she did horribly Simon was his asshole self you know it surprises me that more people from American Idol don't kill themselves after speaking to Simon Cowell Simon
0: Cowell is just he's vicious, vicious. Freaking he's freaking relentless the most savage motherfucker out there
1: right so um, they turn her down Um, she Paula Deel was famously quoted not now not ever
0: right and you're my stalker
1: literally and she left and um i forget how much time went by but she ended up killing herself like oh, really shit. close to paula's home Fuck. by a drug overdose damn yeah shit. so I, I think it was like on the same street or it could have been right in front of her house i forget but she was she wanted paula to know about it right you now right so yeah no that was in 2008
0: that she passed damn At least that's what the report said. (laughs) Damn. Okay, the next one I got is John Lennon. All right, so John Lennon, you famously know from the Beatles. He, like, no one will ever forget, like, the stalker that killed John Lennon, Mark David Chapman. He famously gunned down the Beatles legend outside his New York City apartment building in 1980. Okay. Um, Chapman has served life in prison But, like, it was so weird because I have listened to a podcast about this. Okay, last podcast Mm -hmm. on the left, shout out to them. They are amazing with their research and all of their accuracy in telling the stories. And the thing with their um, Mark David Chapman series that really that they pointed out was, like, he did this a couple times. He came up here and, like, tested it out. Like, he was living in, like, Hawaii, you know, and really? come out to fucking New York and te- like did it twice got the nerve up the second time to actually do it. So, that's a special kind of sociopath. Yeah, yeah. Um Psychopath, sorry. but like he um he famously gunned down the Beatles legend outside of his house and uh he's been serving life in prison. He's been denied parole 9 times. He said that he killed the Beatle because he wanted to be famous. But his haunting recollection of the night he killed Lennon is even more disturbing. disturbing. As a ruse, I had his album and a pen, and I asked him to sign the album. He asked me if I wanted anything else. His wife had come out with him, and she was waiting in the limo. And that's something I often reflect on how decent he was just to a stranger a stranger that he then came back and was murdered by later that same evening. John Lennon, babe.
1: <laughs> that's really, just, that's yeah. really sad.
0: And I'm getting a lot of my, uh, info from, um, a, a page called proof with Jill Stanley, Stanley.com. It's talking basically about a lot of these celebrity stalking victims. So, um, shout out to her for giving us some of these quotes and things like that. And, um, like I just read the whole quote verbatim. So, okay. Um, I have one more. If you you have one more, I have a couple more. Okay, all right. You go ahead and do yours and uh, do do the next two. Okay. So Taylor
1: Swift, um, Taylor Swift has like her own private beach in Rhode Island. Okay. And there's this dude. His name was Lucas Vorsteveld. I don't know if I'm saying it right. He loved Taylor Swift so much. He swam to her private beach.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yes. Luckily. Like, What's
0: up with all these fucking millennial stalking victims and the fucking swimming shit? True.
1: <laughs> Pools but luckily, and- T-Swizzle has an A1 security team and they had him apprehended before he could even dry off. So, um... They got him really, really quickly.
0: What was his name?
1: Lucas Worstewalt, or Okay. So, so,
0: was he totally like uh, German or something? I don't know. Vorstenwald. Worst, worst of all. Okay. Of He's whatever. the worst of all of them. He swam the fucking English Channel to get to our fucking house. Um, all right. I think we're ready to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's take a break and we will be back with more stalking. I'm probably going to look up another one. An old ass one, but we're going to be back with more stalking things on the MILF. And our WWTF. And WWTF is later to come. Yep. On the MILF. And the Millennial. Hey, it's me, Stephanie, and this is Sanctioned by Stephanie, a podcast where I, a comedian, interview my comedian friends. We have a lot of laughs. It's savagely hysterical. Ow. Welcome back. The MILF. And the Millennial. And we're talking, stalking. (laughs) Bad boys, gonna catch some stalkers. What you want, what you want, what you want to do? I miss I miss cops. only the only the only uh, song that you want to freak to and also
1: <laughs> Bad Boy, bad boy. What you gonna you do? do? Pin me in those handcuffs and let me call
0: you daddy. Dude, the movie Bad Boys <laughs> is one of my favorites and it is so fucking fun. And it just I just like what you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> we went um,
1: completely opposite directions. Totally, totally, <laughs> totally.
0: Um, so okay Alright so we're gonna do a couple More of these little stories that we have So yes. Emberly, you are Up on deck next
1: Awesome so I want to talk about Sandra Bullock soccer Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock. Why do we both do that
0: in unison? Like, I'm in love with her. I Me want too. Like, I, she is the only woman <gasps> I would talk have about with, a, a threesome Ugh. with, with Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a
1: good pick.
0: But she has to be 1994 speed. They both Practical have to be Practical magic. In, no, speed in the outfits, the same fucking outfits that they, okay. like, yeah, with the, with the vest that explode Fair. and whatever the fuck else. Yeah, no, okay. I want I want the speed, fantasy, like pop quiz, hot shot. I like how what you're gonna, gonna we do with this. Recording dick. the
1: dogs were quiet. Now we're yeah. recording again. They're being assholes. They're being
0: assholes. It's fine. We're fine so, with the dogs tonight. So
1: Sandra Bullock, um, she of course like you know lives in L. A. So she was in her home and someone broke in. Um, his name was Joshua James Corbett. Um, he wrote all kinds of letters to her, like professing his love, but he broke into her home and she hid in the closet fearing for her life and she called 911. He was apprehended, thankfully, but um, he's still awaiting trial and he has pleaded not guilty. to Damn, when did charges. this happen?
0: Just recently? Yeah. Shit. Damn, yeah. Sandy Bullock. I'm sorry.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's had her fair share of stalkers, but, you know, I think this is probably the first one that's ever actually been inside her home. Like, oh, to God. Her home. That's so
0: violating, man. That's so violating. So violating. violating. Ugh, speaking of really weird stalkers, um, John Hinckley Jr., mm-hmm. who uh, was obsessed with uh, Jodie Foster. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Bless him. I have, like, super allergies going on. Uh, John Hinckley became obsessed with uh, the film Taxi Driver. Not necessarily Foster at first, but the film Taxi Driver, in which a disturbed protagonist, Travis Bickle, Robert De Niro, uh, plotted to assassinate a presidential candidate. Bickle was partly based on the diaries of Arthur Bremer, who attempted to assassinate George Wallace. John Hinckley developed an infatuation with Jodie Foster who played a sexually trafficked 12 year old child in the film Iris Stensma. When Foster entered Yale University, Hinckley moved to New Haven, Connecticut for a short time to stalk her. He sent Foster love letters and romantic poems he repeatedly called and left her messages. He didn't develop any kind of meaningful relationship with Foster so he fantasized about conducting an aircraft hijacking or committing suicide in front of her to get her attention. Yikes. Eventually, he settled on a scheme to impress her by assassinating the president, thinking that by achieving a place in history, he would appeal to her as an equal. Hinkley trailed President Jimmy Carter from state to state and was arrested in Nashville, Tennessee On a firearms charge. Penniless, he returned home. And despite psychiatric treatment for depression, his mental health did not improve. He began to target the newly elected president, Ronald Reagan, in 1981. For this purpose, he collected material on the assassination of JFK. Hinckley wrote to Foster just before his attempt on Reagan's life. Over the past seven months, I've left you dozens of poems, letters, and love messages in the faint hope that you could develop an interest in me. Although we talk on the phone a couple of times, I never had the nerve to simply approach you and introduce myself. The reason I'm going ahead with this attempt now is because I cannot wait any longer to impress you. John Hinckley Jr. <coughs> and then in on March 30th of 1981, at... T- Like 2.30 in the afternoon uh, He shot a revolver Six times at Reagan As he left the Hilton Hotel In Washington D.C. After a presidential address At the AFL-CIO conference Hinkley uh, wounded a police officer Thomas Delahunty And a Secret Service agent Timothy McCarthy
1: You know what's kind of crazy About those six shots That he fired off Not a single one of them Was like like Actually hit Reagan directly Like ricocheted off Something and then hit him Right yeah work kind on of your aim if you're going to pull off an assassination Jesus yeah, Christ no he's a bitch for sure for <laughs> sure for sure um,
0: but yeah anyway he ended up uh, trying to do like psychiatric defense and shit like that but I mean basically he's locked up for life um, there's so many things that went along with it but with the stalking with uh, Jodie Foster and being obsessed with the movie Taxi Driver yeah, and then going so far as to committing the plan that is part of the movie plot yeah, I mean, textbook. Crazy. Here's your sign. You need help. <laughs> right. Like you need help. So anyway, that's my last one. Payball, and you got one more. Yep. All right. And let's do one's, it.
1: This one's kind of a long one.
0: Okay. Let's. Mine for, was long too. I was longer than yeah. I thought.
1: Um, it's for like your favorite person on earth, Miss Gwyneth Paltrow.
0: I like her. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to <laughs> hate Gwyneth Paltrow. Like I, I was jealous because I thought her and Ben Affleck had a love. And then I was like, man, she's fucked Brad Pitt, too. Like, so I'm jealous of her. I'll have to I say that. You know what I. But also the goop shit is bullshit. Yeah, and I'm not so, about the but goop. But she
1: now it's a million dollar, billion dollar industry. So, you know, she's killing it. Do you know
0: what really pisses me off about going to Faltro? OK, here it is. <laughs> here it is. OK. OK. So they have like this thing where you had like um, $50 for the whole week for groceries. And like you had to make a meal like you had to make a meal plan off of that. And basically all this bitch made was burritos. (laughs) And
1: I was just like, why
0: do you have a lifestyle magazine if all you know how to make is burritos?
1: Burritos? Damn, go to Chipotle.
0: (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, yeah, burritos are a go to. You can do breakfast and you can do dinner, too. But I get that. But like throw a fucking sandwich in there once in a while or something. Some s- no, or some soup and crazy. salad or something. So, but yeah, anyway.
1: Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow had a stalker over the course of seventeen years. I'm gonna totally butcher. Seventeen his years? 17 okay, now years. I feel
0: bad. All right, sorry, Gwyneth.
1: Um, so I'm totally gonna butcher his name. But his name is Dante Soyu, I believe. That um, sounds
0: like a name. Yeah. We're Dante Dante gonna go with Soyu. it. We're gonna go with
1: it. A- Don- We're just gonna say Dante though. because I can pronounce that. A Dante. Um so Dante is significantly older. I think he's like twenty three if I math this correct years older than Gwyneth. Um,
0: Um, it like Gwyneth is an old bitch. She's like my age. So, um, she's, oh, she's a couple years older than me. Um, so Gwyneth is an older bitch. And, uh, so he's like in his sixties now, right? Oh, actually Gwyneth is
1: more so like 48.
0: Oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. I was like 43. I'm like, she banged bad enough. Like he's gotta be like 53 now. 50, at least 50. He's at least 50.
1: I mean, I'm 24 and I would, so we can't really use that as a scale.
0: <laughs> um, ben Affleck getting that J-Lo pussy, though. Yeah. I don't see oh, a my chance. God. I'm so happy that came back. Right. Me, too. Seriously. Like, I wanted him to get his nut off, like, really good. And I'm happy for it. I'm really I'm I'm here for it. Fulfill your wishes with my taco flavored kisses. Taco, taco. <laughs> so. Um, Sorry. No, you're good. No, this but is that's Gwyneth Paltrow. Um. You know, she's fucked Brad Pitt. She's fucked Ben Affleck. She's fucked a lot of people. Who else uh, she's fucked group. Chris Martin from the fucking that emo band. What the fuck are they called? Um uh,
1: Chris Martin's from um Clocks. The clocks song. Yeah. Oh my god. I have it literally. And they're all
0: yellow. Oh, my God. What is it? What is it? It's not. It's not I know Chris Martin. Because that's just. That's just. Coldplay. 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 Fucking A, Stephanie. OK. Yeah, I like Chris Martin, too. I wouldn't fuck him. Um, who else is she? Oh, she fucks the guy from. Uh, she's married to him now. Uh, the guy from. Brad Felchuk. Yep. Brad Felchuk from Glee. Um, and producing uh, American Horror Story, too. Yep. Yep. All right. Anyway, Gwyneth has the soccer for 17 fucking years. So So when did it start? start?
1: So it started like. I can't give you an exact year. So it's been, like, 22 years. So since, like, late 90s. Say late 90s. He started sending her very, like, pornographic things. Like, he would send her sex toys and, like, literally letters saying what he wanted to do to her.
0: Where's this guy from? Ohio. Is is he a black man? A white man?
1: No, but he's uh, very, very
0: creepy looking. Like, he's, like. Oh, shit. Okay. So he looks like he might be, like, Albanian or something. Yeah.
1: So. So uh, and it makes sense with that last name too. So he starts sending her all these pornographic things. Even going to her house at one point. So she gets arrested, okay. but he pleads insanity and he gets locked up in this like mental institution. Okay. Um, while he's in there, he continues to, to write, stalk her, and write. Yeah. It. So he writes like God damn. He writes. Uh, like her like production company whatever he somehow gets a hold of her address and he writes her then
0: oh the goop people are pissed oh yeah the goop people are like why are we dealing with this motherfucker right now in
1: total he sent her 66 letters and packages just in 2014 and in 2015
0: wow um, how does he have money like what does he do do you know I have no clue okay because he has to have money if he's sending packages right that's yeah Um, the dogs are down with that
1: the dogs are totally down with that but he kind of said, you know, uh, I'm a Christian now. Like,
0: Oh, my God. He took
1: that little um, thing, and he was telling Gwyneth that in order to make herself right with God, that she needed to kill herself, and then they could get married. Oh, man. In the afterlife oh man in the afterlife so um he so the system totally failed Gwyneth here because he kept pleading insanity and getting away with it okay and you know he's still like now there's like a restraining order and he can like face serious jail time if he go if he does anything Fuck but it took 17 years to get to that point Fuck that dude. Like, she testified that she was genuinely scared for her life. Yeah.
0: I mean, I would be, too, especially if you're getting fucking packages, like, all the time and shit. Um,
1: he. Did
0: he act kept, like they were together, like they were married Yeah, he kept stuff? writing
1: to her in hopes that she might want to marry him. Um, And then, you know, he made his statement and he said, I have no desire to hurt her feelings. I have no desire to harass her. I never meant to hurt her. Yeah. Um, but she never did hurt her physically. But, you yeah. know, he did scare her shitless. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hell yeah.
1: Um, The prosecutor said to disregard his statements, view Dante kind of as a calculating, crazy, malicious person um, that would never, ever stop harassing Gwyneth. And um, I think the main reason that he stopped is because he got what he wanted. He was in the same room with Gwyneth during the trial. I feel like he was fulfilled. Right. As eerie as that is. Yeah. And that's what a district attorney said. Wendy Segal said that the case actually got Dante what he wanted to spend time with Paltrow, who testified against him.
0: What? Wait, what? Say that again.
1: Um, The district attorney, the DA, Uh Wendy Segal, said in her closing arguments exactly what Dante wanted to spend time with Paltrow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It just, it made him feel fulfilled. Yeah. Dude, that's so much. It's so much, like, and honestly, like, these people, they don't, um, they don't really understand, like, the limits that they need to have, like... If you're a fan, be a fan. You know what I mean? Like, we joke all the time, you have an obsession with MGK, (laughs) you know. I know his address, that's the difference. Oh, that's the difference.
1: (laughs) I know his address. Would I ever go there unannounced?
0: no 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 (laughs) just say no just say no for legal purposes no no for legal purposes no never (laughs) never 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 i mean i just take bentley for a jog around the neighborhood i mean that's just being a good dog owner exactly
1: and then if i just happen to run into mgk and he just happens to invite me in for a threesome with him and megan fox i mean it's just fate
0: right um so funny. <laughs> um, there's there's another thing I wanted to like add here at the end. Um, there is a documentary about the singer Tiffany and I'm trying to find um, I'm trying to find the name of it, uh, but it is about these fans that are obsessed with her. The singer Tiffany. Do you know who Tiffany is? Nope. Okay. Tiffany is a singer from the 1980s. She had a huge hit. She was one of the first people that performed in malls. Okay. okay. The mall singers um, like Tiffany, New Kids on the Block, Debbie Gibson. They were all the so like, teen pop that people in like 19, 1990, 1988 through like 1991. They were like huge like that. The name of the documentary is called I Think We're Alone Now. It was uh, made in 2008. Is that her song? Her song is okay. I Think We're Alone Now. It I, is a remake of I Think We're of, Alone Now. Yeah. Okay, I know who she Doesn't is. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. around. Yeah, it's a great it's a great little song. She also had another song called uh, Could Have Been which was a good song. It was a, a really, really like she had a very good like deep voice. You keep powerful. Had is she dead? No, she's still okay. she's still alive. Um, but like the 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 documentary is about like there's this stalker guy that um followed her career and he's just an obsessed fan. You know what I mean? Like, and he's had restraining order orders. Against him because he's brought samurai swords because he's like, it's a dowry and I want to marry her and all this weird shit. And it is a very, very entertaining movie. It also follows a um, a transgender uh, female, is also obsessed with Tiffany, um, doesn't know if she wants to fuck her or just be her best friend, which is pretty interesting, too. But that is on Amazon Prime, I believe. I think Netflix might have it even, too. Um, But it is a it is a really good documentary. I watched it with Jason Vest and his wife. Oh, it's on YouTube as well. Okay. Um, we watched it with Jason Vest and his wife, and they enjoyed it immensely. And if you like anything pop culture, pop references. Um, with it's a
1: sprinkle a, of true crime. And
0: a little bit of, like, stalkerish shit, that's it's a really good thing to watch um all right now we're gonna get to our what the fuck of the week weekly what the fuck yep weekly what the fuck all right Emberly, what's your weekly what the fuck what the fuck
1: <laughs> i'm gonna get mad i'm starting to shake why can't kim kardashian just leave me one man just one see i used to have a thing for kanye when i was like 13 okay, okay. she snapped him okay yeah now i have a think for pete davidson and she's trotting around staten island with him
0: Mm-hmm.
1: me and kim k
0: have to have a talk why does I she? I mean, bitch, I took your man. <laughs> she,
1: can she just leave one, not even that generally speaking attractive man to us?
0: Oh, is she gonna fuck MGK next? I. F-
1: Fucking hope not.
0: No, um, just get the MGK intro. That's what you need. You need to get him yeah. to intro you. Just like repeat.
1: So no. So what's going to happen is so Courtney Kardashian's with Travis Barker, right? Mm-hmm. They're engaged. Okay. Woohoo! That doesn't make any sense to me, but <laughs> they're engaged. <laughs>
0: Okay, Travis it makes Barker. Makes all kinds of sense. They're both fucking great for each other. So I think it's great. I think it's great. I say like let them be. Okay, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna let them be because my okay. priority is not Travis Barker. But so you have Kourtney Kardashian with Travis Barker. Travis Barker is friends, MGK. Okay. And then MGK is with Megan Fox, of course. MGK's best friends with Pete Davidson. Okay. Which is with Kim Kardashian, allegedly now. Okay. So it's like, one, they have a type. They're all dark hair, gorgeous, fucking badass women. <laughs> <laughs> But my, that's my weekly what the fuck. is just like, I don't have a chance with Pete Davidson anymore. I can't beat Kim Kardashian. I okay. don't have an
0: ass. I don't have a dump trunk. You can do so much better than Pete Davidson. Please trust in this. I understand. I don't better than Pete
1: Davidson. If oh I can't God. have MGK, I support MGK and Megan Fox. I ship that.
0: Totally I enjoy that. They can add on people all the time. Exactly. That's what they're going to do. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But my okay. dreams of being Eiffel Towered by Pete Davidson and Whoa. MGK wow. is just out the window. Wow. Kim K will never let that happen.
0: Whoa. That's my weekly what the fuck. Weekly what the fuck is a wower tonight. Wow. What's yours? <laughs> Talk it. I dare you. <laughs> My weekly what the fuck is also Kardashian related. (laughs) Shocker. Shocker. My weekly what the fuck is Kanye West shaves off his eyebrows. Why would he do that? After debuting a buzz cut and now he looks like. I have a comment. Wait. He he looks like. he, He looks like the deceased DMX. With, R. This, R. with no fucking i i'm like what R. the who is this he is you ridiculous.
1: Also? So you remember like last year there was like this huge rumor because Jeffrey Starr also lived in Wyoming okay. that yeah. him and oh, Jeffrey yeah, Starr yeah, were yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. Guess who also has, has his eyebrows shaved off? Jeffrey Starr.
0: Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Is this for gay stuff? Yeah. Yep, it's for gay stuff. It's a sign. It's for switching teams. Come on my face. Get it in my eyebrows. Yeah. So it
1: doesn't get in the hair. Oh my God.
0: Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't want to get in trouble. Allegedly. Um. This yeah, is Connie The dogs so are really serious. riled up about this, and um, it, it's funny because Jeffrey Star's dogs probably were really riled up about all this too. Oh yeah. This definitely. is crazy. Like honestly, like I don't want. I don't want Kanye to be with Jeffrey Star. I don't want him to be. I want him to be okay. I
1: don't think it's ever going to happen, but it was just I feel
0: like he's a super hot mess, and I just feel like I just want Kanye to be okay. Kanye's
1: a super hot mess. I
0: adore his, I just love his, I do love his music. I'm not going to lie. I listen to a couple songs off of Donda regularly right now. I'm saying she a gold digger. I mean, like, yeah, and no, like, that stuff, too. Flying close to the moon. Flashing lights. Like, that's one of my favorite songs ever. Like, flashing lights, lights. <laughs> I love that fucking song. Can't Tell Me Nothing. Like, I love I love that whole album. Um, the Graduate. Is it The Graduate? I think it's The Graduate. Anyway. Yeah, Kanye West is my what the fuck of the week because he shaved off his eyebrows. Like, Kanye is... Honestly, like he was already kind of bald, so he just basically like had his Britney meltdown at the most extreme level possible by shaving the eyebrows off. But you know I what? Mean, you can always draw them back on, Kanye. They have yeah, that you can stamp. have Jeffrey do it, the makeup artist. They have that stamp on a uh, TikTok. All you have to do is buy the fucking stencil, put the stencil on your brow, stamp it on, yep. and then you got it. Boom, bada bing, bada boom. There you go. But that was like the most crazy thing to me. I was just like, I was like, seriously, Kanye, like what the hell is going on with you right now? And and is it because of the Kardashian Pete Davidson moment, too?
1: Oh, yeah. No, that can you imagine your soon to be ex-wife because they're not divorced yet. Uh-uh. So there,
0: your soon to be ex wife trouting around with. He some did a whole rant about it. How
1: old is Pete Davidson? 20s, 30s, early 30s. He's got to oh. be like
0: 25. It's the Kardashian curse. <laughs> Our producer just pointed out it's the Kardashian curse.
1: She's going to be married to Be Davidson. You know, Amberly gave
0: me a nice little piece of advice and tidbit today that about pop culture that I did not know, which was um, that uh, Kylie is pregnant yep, with the baby number baby. 2
1: with Travis Damn. Scott.
0: You know what? I think they have a business arrangement. I think that they're allowed to fuck around. What do you think?
1: Ah, uh, I don't think Not so. Not when it comes to
0: making babies though.
1: No, so I don't think Chris Jenner would never let that happen because if it got out, even like if he's Kylie been fucking, wanted to, look at Tristan Thompson though. Like even if so, Tristan Thompson got caught like on numerous occasions. Okay, awesome. He's twenty seven years old. Okay. So um, like Tristan Thompson, Chloe, Chloe's baby daddy, yeah, got caught cheating a couple times. All right. They rang him, like wrong him, a new asshole in the media. So if Travis or Kylie were to get caught cheating, <coughs> it would be turmoil they for their entire do. brand. Yeah, yeah. For Kylie's and Travis's. Not that Travis's isn't up in flames already currently. Right, right. But
0: I mean, yeah.
1: Kylie would also be brought down too. Right. Especially if she's the one pulling the strings. And if she's behind it, like people don't support polyamory. Right. Like as they should. I believe like monogamy is ridiculous. It's never gonna happen. Like you can always go at the end of your chain and bark. <laughs> when you're
0: married. <laughs> <laughs> I had the most serious great. face and I almost was peed so, laughing at I know, myself. I was just laughing too. Um, um but yeah, so um the stocking thing, everything else just this week Kanye, like yeah, Pete Kanye Davidson, Davidson, The Kardashians
1: fucking up my Kardashian life. Kardashian
0: curse bitches um Maybe uh, I'm
1: the one that's cursed because I keep fucking around. With hey, my life.
0: Uh, if you're a comedian and you're listening to this, please come out to New Dodge Lounge every Sunday. We have uh, Sunday fuckery and hammy trammy and yeah. hammy trammy, except when uh, people get sick. But um, we are on for next week. It is going to be a fun ass week. Uh, please come out. Also, um, check out the show this Friday, November twelfth, at Old Shalley um we are having a showcase uh all of our featured comics are doing seven minutes a piece and then we are having a open mic after the showcase and you can get in free before nine and you can get in free before nine and i'm hosting the open mic yes you can go get your autographs yes (laughs) I will I will uh, xerox my butt and be autographing that um, when I get ready at my office before I go to home. <laughs> and
1: mic. real quick follow us on Instagram at
0: the milf of the millennial yep also check out sanctioned by Stephanie
1: and check out our single Instagrams mine is at life of Emberly and Steph's is
0: the Downriver Diva.
1: And you can find all of our information on Facebook, Instagram, um, check out our link tree in the bio of our Instagram for where to listen to us or something that we're going to explain right about now. Thanks for listening.
0: All right. Thank you. Bye Bye. Bye. Hey, um, I'm the milf and I'm the millennial and, uh, and we're coming to you guys, um, about something serious, a friend of ours in the community. Um, his family has suffered a really, really great loss. Um, Someone who uh, has been kind of a mentor to both of us in, in different little ways, and uh, he is a great comedian. Um, Mylon Stromile lost his son, and his son has two very young daughters, uh, little baby girls. They turn one on December 1st. Yes. They uh, they desperately need your help, so if you can uh, please donate to the GoFundMe for the Stromile Girls. I'm going to let Emberly tell you how you can find it, and where we're going to have it posted. But if you could do that, that would be great. Anything that you can donate will help these two little girls um, who are now um, growing up without their dad. So
1: so if you want to donate, you can go to GoFund.me. They have a little search engine, so you can just search Stromile Mile Girls. That is S-T-R-O-M I-L-E, girls. And it's a really cute picture of um, his son and his two girls um, as the cover photo. And if you just want a direct link, you can find it on our Linktree link in our Instagram bio for quick access. Yeah.
0: And please help out this family and these little girls. They need any uh, help that you can give. Um, It is a terrible loss. And um, our... They're
1: and 100% of the uh, money goes straight to the girls, not even to the family, just straight to the girls for whatever yeah. they want, college, cars, whatever they'll need in the future. It's like a little trust.
0: So thanks, you guys. Just uh, you know, give back when you can, and um, we appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the MILF and the Millennial.